Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I am TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to answer your questions. Questions, 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 questions. <laughs> big is this cavern in your mind? I, I can't tell you about it. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for making this a part of your week. Um, and thank you for commenting on last week's episode. Super encouraging. Do I ask for it enough? <laughs> or should I ask more? Probably more. A little bit more. Always okay. more. Yeah, always more. Um, one of my favorite comments came from Meg Babchuk. Old Meg Babchuk. Classic Babchuk. Classic. Uh, who said... Let's start bearing more fruit, people. TJ lovingly punches you in the face. LOL. You guys probably know him on days. Thank you, Meg. Right? Yeah. I just call her the Babs, but sometimes. Right. Yeah. But you, most, you, most you don't know her as well as I do. Meg. You don't know as well as I do, so yeah. you can't call her that, but okay. I can call her that. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. Also, uh, big thanks are in order for everybody. Our podcast just surpassed 300,000 listens. Streams, downloads, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't, again, science is hard. Math is even harder. Yeah. Actually, I think math is hard. Science is even harder. Mm, what would you what say? What kind of like earth science? All science. I can handle earth science. Chemistry, physics, chemistry, physics, biology. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. That's a hard pass. Real hard. Earth but science. Also, a, ma- a, ver- a math version of that also sounds terrible. Like if you go to like geometry. Oh, trigonometry. I do. I don't think I calculus. I've told my calculus story. I took one, I went for one day and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. (laughs) I am, I am too dumb to be here. Everyone's like, Oh yeah, this looks great. And I'm like, did I miss a whole year? And somehow I end up in this class. Am I I looking at the same board you're looking at? She's using letters. Yeah. (laughs) Not just numbers. This is math. That's algebra. (laughs) I avoided all math and science that, that I didn't have to take. Yeah. See, I, I think had, I had to, I think, or maybe I had to choose. I ended up taking more science than math because okay. I felt like that was easier yeah. to like memorize and comprehend right. than, math. than math. I had two overachieving older siblings who like got college. Had? Have. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Actually, that's not totally true. <laughs> who um, got college credits in high school, like a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. And uh, so my parents were like, hey. You should, your brain, your head is even bigger than theirs. You should know more. Right. I did not. You have room for more college <laughs> yeah. credits. Although there. my mom just told me that she thought I was very wise. So that was very, you are kind very of wise. Ah, thanks. I needed that. Um, so because we hit 300,000 downloads, listens, we are going to give away a $300 gift card Ooh. to podcast listeners slash YouTube watchers. We're not going to share about this giveaway on Instagram. It's just for you guys. But to enter, you have to do something on Instagram. Share about the podcast in any way. Share a quote. You can share on your story. On your story, or us. or on your feed. I don't know. I don't want to tell you how Just to do your life. Make sure we can see it. Make sure we can see it. Um, it can be funny. It can be heartwarming. It can be embarrassing for us. Whatever you want. Um, but we'll announce the giveaway winner on next podcast live, pre-recording. <laughs> um, just make sure you tag us. Exactly. We're also giving away a thousand dollar gift card. Although, no, never mind. By the time this comes out, those will already be done. Time. Yeah, we're similar to math and science. Very hard. Very yeah. difficult. Yeah. Um. So two songs have been added to the playlist: "Powerless" by Matt Carney, 
um, which is coming, which is part of his new album. They're doing the pre-release thing where it's like you can listen to three songs and you're like, I want more, Matt. Give yeah. me more. And you're like, estimated date, May 21st. You're like, oh man, it's so far away. I, today I was literally like, February, March, April. That feels very far. Oh. Although by the 21st, our anniversary will be 10 days later. I know. Which we'll, I'll get into that when okay. we do the Mount okay. Rushmore. And then I also added a song by J.J. Heller called Missing Peace. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, man. Bless you. Did I ruin it? You got it, babe. Look out the window. Look at the icicles. We have giant <laughs> icicles out those windows, but you can't see them. <laughs> They're like this big. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's stuck. Science. I it's know. stuck. I don't know. I didn't, Fa- I missed that. Face science. <laughs> Face I don't, science is very easy. Even, although skin science, ever heard of beauty counter? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, missing Ew, piece. What if that by- was the tagline? <laughs> oh. JJ Heller, which might be more of a worship song, but I added it to the regular song playlist. And then I added one uh, worship song by Lya, L-Y-A, and Leland. Yeah, Lya, yeah. L-Y-A. I think that person's just in charge of the music because it sounds like Leland's the only one singing. Got so it. it's like... The beats. He's the beats. He's the beat master. Or she. Or she. Lya. I assume it was a she. It was Lya. <laughs> Leah. Um, probably just L-Y-A. Yeah. So those have been added. Links to both of those are in the <laughs> show notes. Um, and then now the news that you're really waiting for. So hold on to your hats. Ready? I feel very blessed. Uh, the Swamp Dragons Whoa. won their last game of the last season that we were in. And just a little recap of the season. <laughs> we lost most of our games, all yeah. but two. Mm-hmm. But the two teams that we beat, the first team that we beat was the number one team. That was crazy. A little bit crazy. The other team that we beat was the last place team other than us. I don't know if we were or they were. Right. So we bookended the the competition. We beat the best and we beat the worst. So, I so think, where are you? Really? I think that says that we play to who we play to the level of our competition. Yeah. I, I don't would th- say most people do. Like we don't just come don't and know. show up and just play our game. We play to the swamp dragons when we're not in the swamp of Mannheim. Right. We get a little, I think we get a little nervous. Yeah. There's a little nervous energy. We're not in our natural habitat. Well, I get that. And so, but our next season starts tomorrow. <laughs> So we'll see. So we'll see what happens next season. You also have said though that not enough people are coming. Yeah. So we had which makes like that hard. Yeah. We, we just had, yeah, people just didn't come as like, we just didn't have enough subs and it was inconsistent. And so like, we're not used to playing with each other because we haven't been playing all spring. So yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, uh, next season starts soon and, uh, there might be some Swamp Dragon merch coming. There might be. And by might I've be, I mean it. there definitely will be. And it's amazing. And I'm excited for it. And I'm here for it. Everybody is going to love it. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I like it. Um, and okay. So we're going to do our segments and then get to your questions. Okay. Brooke, do you have any strong feelings this week? Yeah. I love. Should I recap what strong feelings are? Or everybody knows. Yeah. They're okay. feelings and they're strong. They're strong uh, feelings. <laughs> I love ordering things on the internet. But to be more specific, I don't mean like shopping. I mean, I do like that, but that's not the point of this. I like it. <laughs> I like ordering like food. Yeah. Or I don't, I like not having to talk to someone. And so many. I, as your husband, I understand that <laughs> on a real deep level. Ooh. What are yours, babe? Are you saying see the world or sea world? 
saying I don't want to have to say. I want to type it. You want to type it or click it? Click it. Click, click, click. Taco Bowl, yes. <laughs> Add to cart. Check out. I'm on my way. Which is so funny because Sam, I have memories of Sam, my sister, who's closer to your age. Yeah, we're only a few months apart. She... Up through high school, like when we be like, oh, we're going to order pizza. You say we want to order pizza. Like any anything needed to be ordered. Don't make her do it. Can you can you make the call? Can oh, you call? I still feel that way. <laughs> I was that way in high school. Sometimes why Sam and I are so similar. <laughs> like, okay, just, Wait till we have to order food, the two of us, just, and then it never happens. Just Should we just drive there? Should we just drive there and walk in? But that might take too long. I don't know. Do they have an app? Check again. Uh, check again. I have no service. Um, <laughs> my strong feelings are, and this is so dorky, but the new season of Apex Legends kicked off last night, mm-hmm. season eight, and they released a new gun, and I really like it. It might be a go-to. I'm too. happy for you. Yeah. So that's all. Yeah. Those are my feelings, and they're strong. Oh. Strong feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Matt Carney has a new album coming out in May. He... I don't know if he knows this, but he is the... If he remembers that you told him. I did tell him one time. He is the musical spirit guide of our relationship. Which is so funny. So he's released albums at just like really important milestones or around important milestones of Brooke and I's relationship. So like when we first started dating, an album came out. Like when we got married. No, even dating. Yeah, well, we were just... too close. We were just heavily listening to an album at the time. Then we got married. Then we got married. He Didn't released City it. of Black and White. Didn't regret one one thing about it. Right. Not one single thing. And then uh, the and next now, album. Yeah. And, and I'm bad with names and dates. It doesn't but really matter. Anyways, Matt Carney has released albums at important times in our lives. and Marriage, anniversaries, birth of both children. Both children. And so they've just become like soundtracks to our lives, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of a cheesy statement, but that's true. So we thought we would do our Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, Rushmore of mountains, of mountains. I'm falling. No bird. Just kidding. Oh, Eagle. Oh. You thought he was gone. I did. I also thought I just saw it out the window. Did you see that? It was, <laughs> ah, it was <laughs> uh, of Mount Matt, Matt Carney songs because the new album's coming out. It's called January Flower. Mm-hmm. It'll come out in May. So we got to do something. Our anniversary. We got to do something cool in May. Although they got married in May, right? Yeah. A y- I don't know. Year after Should I text them? Anyways, one time mm-hmm. I have a friend who is friends with Andrew Bell. He took me to a concert where Andrew was opening for Matt. Yes. So we got to go backstage and hang out with Andrew. And then as we were leaving, we said bye to Andrew. And Matt was sitting on a chair checking his cell phone. And I said, I have to go tell him. Yeah. He's never going to remember, but I at least have to tell him because yeah. that will make me feel cool. And that's all I do in life is I just want to make myself feel cool. Right. And that's all that matters. Right. If you are listening to this and you're a young adolescent, being cool is all that matters. <laughs> I instantly feel like I need to uh, balance that and say he's joking. I'm just joking. Sort of. Uh, <laughs> so I went up to him and I said, I just want to thank you for your music. You've released albums at various important moments in my life. And I just really appreciate what you add to the world. And he yeah. said, oh, thanks, man. You friends with Andrew? And I said, well, I am, I, now. I am now. Yeah. And I gave Andrew a kiss and then we left. Uh, <laughs> So this was honestly one of the hardest uh, Mount Rushmore's we've done. Oh, yeah. I have like, no I confidence just, in, in, <laughs> in these picks. Well, I, like, I mean, I have confidence yeah. in them, but I'm like, I could have done. Like, I just kept deleting and, and Brooke's like, Brooke was getting ready. She's like, what are you doing up there? 
Well, I could hear you clicking through the songs. And I was like, are you trying to find a certain one? Like, I thought maybe you were looking for lyrics. No, or, they're just all so you good. you should have just Googled if that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> um, so mine are Closer to Love from City of Black and White. I think City of Black and White is my favorite album that he's yeah. done, uh, which is the one that came out in 2009 when we got married. Yeah. Uh, the Air I Breathe from Just Kids, City of Black and White, the song, that's what it's called, from City of Black and White. And then I put one of the ones from the first album, uh, won't back down from nothing left like, to lose. The, like flash photo of him walking. Yeah. 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 So good. So good. But the, his music is so good. And then even the new song powerless. It, we've been listening to that a lot, which is yeah. why we added it to the playlist. Anyways, go ahead. What's yours? Oh, um, bah, 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 bah. I don't know where mine are. Oh, you flip flopped. Oh, whoopsies. That's okay. I was <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. No, I see him. Um, Whoopsie. The song, Hey Mama. Off hey hand. Mama. Hey, Don't hey. sing it. We'll get, we'll get in trouble. Because we're so accurate I'm so, yeah. with our singing. Yeah. The algorithm's going to know. Yep. Um, hey Mama from the album Young Love. Sooner or Later from that same album. All I Have from City of Black and White. And the song Billion from Just Kids. Great songs. Those four could be easily be mine as well. Yeah. Uh, if you're a Matt Carney fan, let us know what your Mount Rushmore Matt Carney songs are. I also really like that one he just did with Echo Smith, but I felt that one says by Echo Smith featuring Matt Carney, so I don't feel like I can give him credit for that. Right. Anyways. Um, uh, now it's time for... We need to record a clicking. Search! <laughs> I forget what I, 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 what I Googled. Thing. Search! Ding! <laughs> Is that your answer showing up? The ding? Yes. Okay. Your Google doesn't ding? No, my Google does not ding. <laughs> um, all right, I'll go first. Uh, Versus about being still. Uh, mm. Obviously, I needed something to back up my opinion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did our own blog post show up? <laughs> yeah, at the top. Good. Uh, Doing its job. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad though. That's that's sometimes how I feel like I need to be, I need to be right. Let me. Find you're right. I know you're joking I right know. now, but also, yeah. Some and that's hard. People. I I what I need to have the I need to have the I the positioning the the stance stance posture. of posture. Yes, good. Uh, of what does the Lord say about this? Yeah. Right. Not how do I prove I'm right? He's <laughs> in the Bible as my backup. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wham hammer. <laughs> um, okay, what I googled versus about being still. What time does the Apex season eight release? Literally, like the time of day. Not I knew the date, but I wanted to make sure no, it was downloading. Yeah, Miss Bourne series reading order. So I've moved on from the Skyward series, Brandon by Brandon Sanderson, and I've started Miss Bourne, which is what which is where his like claim to fame really started. Yeah, this whole time I thought you were saying Miss Bourne, Missed. Yeah, now I read it and I see that it's missed. Missed. Are you saying miss? Are you saying see the world or sea world? Um, and then I re- and then I searched because I finished the Skyward book two called Starlight. I I googled Skyward book three because it ended and there is a third book coming, which amazes me that this man is writing two series at in the same sort of time. One is like more like epic Lord of the Rings, yeah, fantasy, and then one is like you know, in space, like sky, you know, fighting. It's just like, how does, how does he do it? He's probably good at science. 
or writing. Uh, and then the last Creative thing, writing. and the and the last thing I googled was earmuffs for shooting, which I'll get into in a little bit. <laughs> what about you, babe? Um, okay, I googled Brad size needed for cardboard. <laughs> so you know those Brads that you use in school, yeah. or somewhere, and you push them through the hole, and then you open the little flaps on the back, okay. and it holds your paper together, whatever. I want June to be, a, I want, I wanted to get some so June can make crafts out of cardboard, but I didn't know what depth of a brad I needed oh, yeah. for the cardboard. This is brad talk. Yeah. So I Googled it. Okay. Found my answer. Nice. Um, Allison Ames checkout. Cause I was buying the girls to each was buying each of them a dress for their Valentine's day box. Tell, what's a Valentine's day box. Oh, I started doing that two years ago. Yep. Um, I like Valentine's Day. Because of love. Because of love. But we don't do a whole lot for each other, which is no. fine. We've always agreed on that. And also because of love. What? Yeah. Um, and so I started. It's, and that's for it's real. Like, like It's not like a Christmas thing where I'm like, we're not getting each other gifts. And then I give you a gift. Right. It's sort of for real. We actually really yeah. don't. Like maybe we'd eat something. Yeah. Food. Maybe. Yeah, we eat on Valentine's Day. We yeah. do do that. That's. Yeah. And we say, this is because of love. <laughs> yeah. and, then we, and then we eat our food. I got these um, heart-shaped boxes from Target. And I just, I keep them in the basement all year. But then I fill them. It's like an Easter basket concept. For Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. And it's, and it's, it's awesome. fun. And I like to give gifts to the girls and make them feel loved. So anyway, I was ordering. I was trying to put things in it this year that they really like need and will keep using and not just fill it with like cute little things that are going to be stepped on, thrown away. Yeah. Um, where's the rest? So you, so you got dresses. I did. Nice. They're arriving today. But you needed to Google to find the checkout because you add them to your cart and add them to my cart. Yes. (laughs) Add them to my cart. Didn't check out, closed out of all my windows. And I was like, Oh, so I just Googled it and took me right there. Nice. Um, and my cart was so full. What is the average resting heart rate of a female? I was a little concerned. Turns out I'm. I'm Are you in the I'm, norm? I, yeah, I'm on the low side <laughs> for sure. It so, said from 50 to 70 is like normal, but yet sometimes if it's under 60, that's considered and not a word for it. And what is yours? Like 51. That's low. Yeah. Which is, and this has started because, you know, I'm closing my rings on my Apple watch and Brooke's like, I I barely close them. They've barely moved. And I think the, I think the exercise ring, like you can just tell it you're exercising and it'll like, whatever you're doing, it'll count it as exercise. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that. So you can literally just stand in one place and be like, I'm exercising. And then be like 30 minutes later, your ring is closed, which, which would be cheating. My exercise ring closes, I think because of how, I think, I think most of it is based on movement and the speed of movement. And so like, but it has to be coupled with heart rate. And so I think it, I think I just move faster. Like when I go up the stairs, I run up the stairs. And so if I do that enough times for the day, I think it counts that moment as exercise, even though I'm not logging as exercise. I think you just move slower. You're not a slow mover, I'm not a slow mover, but I think coupled with your almost dead heart rate, (laughs) (laughs) the watch is not telling you, the watch is not saying you're exercising. Which no, is, it's not even saying I'm active. <laughs> I'm not talking about the exercise ring. I'm talking about the big red one that's like, hey, you move enough? <laughs> Which is insane to me because I am, I don't sit. I'm right. not, I am not. You're getting your stand credit. Oh, yeah. Which is. 
I just think my heart rate stays low while I do everything. And so it's like, I don't know. So you're going to live longer, I think. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I guess I'll Google that next week. Am I going to live longer than TJ? (laughs) Google's like, who's TJ? Uh, Okay. Um, We want to actually start a new segment this week. Yes. So, and then here's my question about segments. We like to do them all at the beginning because then we get into the topic. Would you like a little in the beginning and a little at the end? Answer in the YouTube. Let me know. Let Brooke know. Or let me, let answer in the YouTube. I'll read the comment and let Brooke know. Yeah. That's normally how things work around here. Hey, I'll read it. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> I will sprint up the stairs to read it. And my Not heart rate it. will be very high. <laughs> and my heart rate somehow went down. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> this segment is called, here you go, babe. Ready for the sound bite? Oh. Yeah. What? I highlighted. Oh, you're doing a double. Well, you told me you were doing oh, a double. I didn't know because I thought maybe the double would be. Okay, that right, we're okay start over, start over. What, are, what, what did it? Blah, blah, blah. How about you do the words and then we do the sound? What are the words? What, what, did I, what I highlighted. What I highlighted. I think the double. Okay, ready? But then Let's the technically it's not in. Ready? What I highlighted. I spent the whole time. Do you hear that? I spent all ready? of reading class. Here. Ooh. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. As good as my <laughs> Okay, so we, you know, we we've been trying to read more because it makes your brain smarter, um, and a lot of that comes out on the podcast. But sometimes we don't get into like the nitty gritty of each book that we're reading, yeah. Unless it has to do with a topic. So we thought we'd start the segment called "What I Highlighted" and just like go over what we read this week, and maybe it'll add some you know value to your life, our lives, etc. So. I will go first because I think mine's a little bit shorter, um, and I really like Brooks. So, and we'll link the we'll link whatever book we're we're referencing in the show notes. Yeah. Um, so I've been reading Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, which has been a great book. Um, it's definitely dated a little bit in its examples. It's like kids will like blackberries and magazines, and you're like everything is on the iPhone now. Yeah. So, but outside of that, it's excellent. It's there are parts that are hard to read when you, you know, read what girls teenage girls have to deal with like it's just like oh man this is heavy stuff yeah um but overall really excellent book um so i I highlighted three parts towards the end because i just finished it um all all your daughter needs is to spend time with her is is for you to spend time with her think of yourself as your daughter's base camp she needs a place to stop and settle to reorient and remember who she is where she started and where she's going she needs a place to rest and re-energize you are that place Mm. whoo but I like that sort of visual of base camp. I really, really like that. And then later in this same chapter, um, she says, never let popular culture steal your daughter from you. Teach her the centrality of family, the importance of humility, and the rewards of helping others. Teach her look, to look beyond herself, which I really liked. And this whole book is just about fighting for your daughter and just like making sure that, she, you know, you're there for her. Yeah. <laughs> and then this, this will get you in the feels. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I guess. Okay. This is the last sentence of the book. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) One day when she is grown, something between the two of you will shift. If you have done your job well, she will choose another good man to love her, fight for her, and be intimately connected to her. But he will never replace you in her heart because you were there first, and that's the ultimate reward of being a good dad. Yeah. Insert jokes. I don't have to deal with my emotions. <laughs> so excellent book. Really just like, I, I'm glad I'm reading it when they're at the age they're at, because mm. 
it, it allows me to sort of like, I think a lot of times when we're parenting kids, we like, you know, we're so in the moment, you know, yeah. just eat your food right now, just go to bed right now, just brush your teeth right now. And so I think what you see in culture a lot is like, I don't want to use the word nervous breakdown, but like parents go through what looks like a breakdown or a crisis when they enter new stages with their kids because they they're, they haven't emotionally prepared for it. Right. We haven't mentally or emotionally prepared for our kids yeah. being able to drive or going off to college or whatever. And so when yeah. we hit those moments, we feel like, oh man, what is happening to me? Right. And I wasn't prepared. And when you're not prepared, you don't make the best decisions or do the best things. And well, yeah, so you're reactionary. And so proactive. yeah, you're playing defense instead of offense. Yeah. And so what I felt like was really good about reading this book with young kids was that like, it was so much about like their teenage life. Mm-hmm. And so it just, it gave me a place to start to prepare my heart and my soul and my mind for those moments for all of that dealing with. Yeah. And so I'm not just reacting to it in the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm proactive and granted, I might forget some of the stuff this book said by the time they're teenagers, but hopefully I am equally proactive through the next 10 years. Right. As they, to build upon yeah. it. So. Yeah. That's good. Um, I'm still reading my way through No Diving, 10 Ways to Avoid the Shallow End of Your Faith and Go Deeper into the Bible. So it's broken down into topics. So this chapter is all about money, <clears throat> like kind of the lies we believe about money, how it's talked about in the Bible, yada, yada. Um, Do you feel like this guy is super, super smart? Yes, but he is pretty easy to read, nice. which is nice. because That's a sweet spot. Yeah. You're like, I know you're smart and you are proving that I am not because I cannot <laughs> Very... track with this book. Um, I don't feel that way about nice. this one, which is great. Um, so this is, I'm kind of hopping around between like tithing, you know, debt in America, like all sorts of stuff. Um, but this is what I highlighted. <clears throat> um, Wait, say that again. Oh, this is what I highlighted. Wow. That's what we need. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Uh, kind of sounds like I was ripping the baby. I like it. Too. I don't know. Maybe my highlighter is really strong. <laughs> um, money is neutral. It's what we do with it that matters. Um, the, issue, the issue is not the percentage we give. The issue is where our hearts are at. If our hearts are right, the percentages sort themselves out. So that was specific to mm, like, like that. tithing things. Yes. Um, and then... Um, God is a giver. God is a giver because he has no needs. He lives in an infinite abundance and loves nothing more than to give generously. We became rich because of what Christ gave to us. When God brings people into his kingdom, his desire is that they become like him. Mm. I love that. God has no needs. I don't know if I've ever thought of that until you read it to me last night. And I was like, oh gosh, we need a segment for this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, God wants a people who have moved from a mentality of need to an assurance of supply. Mm. And then I was real excited that we named our building supply way back when. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Branding. Meaning. Oh, no, yeah. Branding. I mean, I mean yeah. both. 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 <laughs> Meaning Branding. branding. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> you like that? I do like it. Okay. So the very end of the chapter, some simple steps to take. Um, Building our lives on a firm financial foundation starts with the ability to rejoice in what God has given and learn to live with it. 
Proverbs 13.11 tells us the best form of wealth is that which comes through gradual accumulation. Why? Because we need deeper character in order to handle greater wealth without it drawing us away from God. Um, which we can that. personally attest to. Like we, yeah. we had the best year financing we've ever had last year. Yeah. If we would have had that six years before that or five years before that, it would probably have not done good things to us. Right. So. Yeah. That statement is true. Yeah. Um, and it's why you see people who win the lottery, like they just, it ruins their life. Like, you know, there's documentaries see, about yeah, the curse of the lottery. Not prepared and we're not for prepared that. for it. Yeah. 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 Did yeah, you have yeah. more or was no, that no, it? No, no, no. That was it. That's all. So that was what you highlighted. What I highlighted. Okay, so new segment. Let us know what you think. I'm really excited for it. So even if you don't like it, we're going to still do it. And that's that. <laughs> um, Brooke, how was your week? It was good. We were back online. We were back on social. It was weird. We had to have a conversation about my weird emotions about it. Brooke was fine. She was like, I'm fine. And I was like, I feel all the things very strongly or very not strongly. I feel weird. <laughs> but we had a good conversation about it. It was healthy. It was enjoyable. Well, it wasn't enjoyable because I talked about my feelings that were hard to get to in the shadow lands of my domino table. Um, but it's good. We're excited to be back. We are, we do have some questions about it in the question and answer. So I won't go too deeply into it. Cause I think we'll get there oh. when we get to the question. Um, but yeah, we're, we're excited to be back and we have some new kind of rules and ideas for coming back and not letting it just dominate. Mm-hmm. Um, I shot my first handgun and rifle ever this week. So mm-hmm. we didn't grow up with guns. My dad's never been a hunter or anything like that, Um, you know, but I've shot a shotgun one time when I was at a cabin and shooting clays, Um, but I'm not like a big gun guy. Mm -hmm. It's not my thing. I have no problem with people owning them. Like, you know, I I, I agree that you should be able to defend yourself, like all that kind of stuff, but I've never really shot one. So my dad, so for Christmas, I gave my mom and dad $50 each and they said, we can do anything you want together. It's your $50 to spend and I will make myself available. Yeah. So my mom picked Ikea, mm-hmm. uh, and so we went to Ikea and walked around. It was fun. And then my dad picked shooting. So right. me and my brother-in-law, Kyle, and my dad went to the shooting range. And f- full disclosure, heart thumping <laughs> out of my chest. Like, Kyle grew up with guns, so he was super comfortable. My dad has gotten into guns more recently, so he was a little bit more comfortable than I was. Me, I'm watching video. Like, they make you watch a video about the range. I watched a few more, like... But I, my heart is pounding. And Kyle even was like, it is good to have a healthy fear of guns. Like, right. yes. you shouldn't come in here willy-nilly. Yeah. And so this guy, one of the range officers there, was super helpful, kind of showed me. Like, I was like, I've never shot a handgun before. He's like, all right, well, let me show you. You know, here's how you hold it. And it's super, super helpful. And, you know, swallowing all the rules. But, man, when I shot that thing, whew, my heart was thumping. Yeah. Like, I, Yeah. It's crazy. It was crazy. I hit the target a few times, like nice. what kind of where I was aiming, like, you know, generally. I, I, yeah, generally. Yeah. Um, and then we shot a rifle, which was fun as well. But well, that's why I Googled earmuffs for shooting because <laughs> I had to go buy earmuffs because. Yeah. W- one, so the earmuffs, you know, they're big. And so when I was shooting the rifle and the, and the stock was here, it actually hit my, like, hit my earmuff off and my ear hurt for a while. Like it How was, loud? it was Especially so loud. Like yeah. Um, but it was definitely fun. My dad was like, can we do this again? I was like, sure. 
But my parents, I was like, I don't have to spend time with you until next year because you already used all your 50 bucks. So way to go early (laughs) in the year. See you in 2022, dad. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's just a joke. And then the other thing that happened this week is we got a ton of snow, probably like a foot of snow. Um, Apparently I have a very cool snow shovel. So social media has let me know that my snow shovel is very cool. It's called the snow gel. We'll link it in the show notes. Um, But I never knew how cool it was until Instagram. So that's fun. Um, But we built sledding hills for the girls. We built an igloo. Sunny doesn't last more than maybe 10 minutes outside. Yeah. Uh, She's just, she lasts just long enough. She lasts longer than it takes to put on her snow gear. Correct. But not much. Yeah. Um, June loves it out there. She outlasts all of her cousins. Like she'll like she doesn't get cold, and then she comes in, and we're like, "Your hands are freezing." She's like, "Yeah, my gloves are really wet." I'm like, yeah, yeah, come inside, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, anything else happened with you this week? No, that's kind of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then today we're going to answer your question. So we haven't done a question and answer show in a while. We thought it would be a nice way to just spend the podcast. Um. And we had, but here's the thing. As I told people, they had to ask the questions on a YouTube video, which is definitely another step yeah. in the process where like if I just do an Instagram question block, like that's an easy, that's an easy step to take. And yeah. so I feel like the barrier for entry was a little bit higher. So we're going to answer every question that you asked. Oh, wow. As, as long as we can fit it all within an hour. So we're at 32 minutes right okay. now. We're going to just cut it off right before an hour, regardless of Mid-sentence. what we're saying. Yep. We're done. Just done. Fade to black. Fade to bl- cut no, to black. Cut to black. Yeah, don't fade. We don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so question number one, which is, this is a question we get a lot. Question like you, I found the Enneagram really valuable to my life and my faith. I love the way you guys use it as a tool to love God and love others better. I've recently heard some Christian influencers speak out against it, claiming its origins are cultish, demonic. Curious to know if you've done any research or what your thoughts are. So we do get this question a lot. Um, I think some blog posts kind of went viral about it. There are some influencers and podcasters that say to stay away from it. Um, you know, I, one, I'm not that uptight. You know, let me just say that. Like, do I know where it came from? No. Have I done some research on it? Yes. Is it unclear where it came from? Absolutely. So like if anybody's saying, well, it definitely came from this. I'm just like, I don't know if I buy that. Like, because I've heard it literally on both ends of the spectrum. I've heard that it's, straight up from cults. And then I've heard it's from the desert fathers of the 14th century or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that timeline's right. And then I go to my dad, I'm like, who are the desert fathers? She's like, well, they were alive and this and this. And I was like, Oh man, you're so smart. (laughs) Cool. Um, (laughs) uh, and, and so what I always like to say about the Enneagram is like, it's not a religion. It's not a God. It's not a savior. It is a tool just like Uh, The internet is a tool or my car is a tool or the bricks to build my houses are tools. And I don't know where any of those started. Right. I don't know if the inventor of the car was in charge of a cult. I don't know if the inventor of the internet was in charge of a cult. Yeah. But I am not using that tool to... For those things. For those things. And so that's always just the perspective that I have towards it. And I think that's an easy way to like, just be like... And then I ask God, like, show me, teach me, convict me convict me either in my spirit or convict me by telling, by having people and mentors that I listen to say, hey, yeah. you should stay away from that. Um, I think Christians can be uptight about that kind of stuff. Like yoga is another big one. Like stay away from yoga. Right. You know, and it's like, like it's well, just what if I just call it stretching? Yeah. What yeah. if I just call it stretching and then can I do it? I'm literally doing everything the same. Right. But I'm just stretching my beef jerky neck. Is that okay? Like, yeah, that is okay. <laughs> that is okay. You have permission to do that. <laughs> so, um, and I really like this verse. Um, 
from uh, I can't the Bible, the Bible, (laughs) Thessalonians. Um, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And that's kind of what I was saying. Like, God, if this is okay, you know, if this is not okay, please let me know. Yeah. You know, Um, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so, like, I ask for that peace to guard my heart and my mind from things that might attack me. Mm. Um, And then finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And so that's where I, like, I think the Enneagram is true. Like, for us, we've Mm. had so many good deep personal relationship growth because of that true tool. And so yeah. like, I am, I'm going to use it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to overthink it or, you know, need to justify it, even though maybe that's what I'm doing right now. But anyways, like, and then whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me put into practice and God and the God of peace will be with you. And so I feel a peace about it. And that's kind of where I stand. Any thoughts? Ditto. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so like, we're going to get this question for all of time but at least we've answered it once. Yeah. So officially, you know, but I, I, I really like the, if compared to what, you know, like we use tool, we use all yeah. sorts of tools in our lives. I feel like it's the Christian version of cancel culture. Yeah. Like it's just, That's kind good. Of, it's, it's kind of like flipped it's kind yeah. of like in the other direction, yeah. not other things, but you know, are there some things worth canceling? Sure. But yeah. like sometimes I'm like, yeah, y'all need to just, just chill chill out and like look at the bigger picture of what we're talking about for a second. Yeah. (laughs) We don't, we don't worship at the altar of the Enneagram. We use it as a tool, just like I've used strength finders or Myers Briggs or, uh, you know, which Disney princess am I? Valid. Yeah. You need to know that. I actually don't know that. You don't remember? I don't. I don't know. Well, we'll retake it. I'll Google it. We'll Google it today. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so that's the answer for you. Uh, question number two, a pressing question that I have for TJ is, are you Greek? Because your kids call your mom. Yeah. Yeah. And my boyfriend's family is Greek. And I have to know, follow up. How Greek are you? Like, did you go to Greek school? (laughs) Um, I am Greek. My dad is Greek, part Greek. Uh, so we call, so I called my grandpa and my grandma Papunia on his side so Mm -hmm. that they've kind of adopted that. Um, I am not very Greek other than my name and Mm -hmm. the Papunia thing. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know. you look, I think you look more Greek than your siblings. Yeah, that's probably true. But I like, I don't know. I don't know. Is what is Greek school? Apparently it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. We'll go there. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't really like Greek food. Mm, sorry, dad. Um, he'll text me texting me right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dad, it's the green button at the bottom. Yep. <laughs> yep. You can search my name. You don't have to scroll. Um, okay. So I'm sort. I'm Greek, but not right. I'm not Do you like, know how, like, how far up who moved from Greece? My dad knows that question. He's texting us now. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) so question number three, I'm a senior in college, by the way, my dad live texts us when he listens to the podcast. And I think it is just the most endearing thing and I love it. And it's almost always the same thing. It's almost always Brooke is funnier than I thought she was. (laughs) She might even be funnier than you. And I'm like, well, thanks dad. Yeah, I guess. I'll take it. I'll take, I uh, like it. I like it. Brooke likes it. I'm unsure. Um, question number three, I'm a senior in college and will graduate from nursing school in the spring. Any advice for transitioning from being in co- being a college student to entering the real world? Mm. Is it, was that your- <laughs> uh, 
Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Let me tell you. No. Gosh, I don't, I don't know how to answer that. Um, <laughs> don't use the Enneagram. I mean, that's... <laughs> right, yeah. Have no tools at your disposal. Just jump in blindly. Seems like the best option. Um, yeah, I mean, you. I don't know. You just do it. Like you, that sounds so lame, but like you just, you do, you just transition into the real world. Just do it. it. That might be a good slogan. Somebody should use that. I'll go, I'll Google it and see if anybody's taking it. Um, but yeah, I think just knowing that like, that's what you are doing in life. You are transitioning from college to the real world and any transition is often bumpy or a little uncertain, but it doesn't mean it's bad, you know? I think just knowing that's where you are and not expecting to be like, I'm a full blown adult in the real world in a week. Like, oh, everything's going to be I should make $100,000 a year. Yeah. Expectations. Yeah. Um, And my advice would be to find a community, Mm. you know, find a community of friends, believers, church, you know, family to, you know, walk through that transition with and be honest about how it's going. Don't just, you know, slap a smiley face on it and be like, it's all great. Like, you know, just talk yeah, to people. I've yeah. Yeah. And know that it's a long journey. Kind of like we were just talking about money, like money, you know, it's a gift to be accumulated over time. Like you're, you're going to accumulate lessons and knowledge over time. And that's a good thing. So be there mm-hmm. for it. Don't check out, don't disengage. Uh, don't numb yourself to it. You yeah. know, be present. So uh, question number four, uh, an Enneagram question, so we'll pray for them. Um, I would like to know which Enneagram type I am. Are there any many tests out there that you guys would recommend? We took the test on the Enneagram Institute, but again, test and self-assess, that's what I would say. That's the, yeah. that's the phrase that pays today. Um, so like we both, when we took the test, we both tested as threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither of us identifies a three. Yeah. Uh, I identify seven. Brooke identifies as a nine. And it was really reading the book, The Path Between Us, that really kind of opened our eyes to it. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite Enneagram books, I'm actually rereading it this month. It's the, I read. I'm gonna, I set a goal to read two nonfiction books a month. It's one You're of those. Yeah. For February. Yeah. So it'll probably, I would say take that test. Take that test. I, it's the longest one. It's the most. It's most, 14 bucks, I think. I think it's 12. 12. In depth one. And if you're if you end up doing any Googling later to try to figure everything out, Every, everything of value is going to redirect you to the Enneagram Institute as right. far as like knowledge. And so I vote for taking that test. Um, and it is nice because it'll show you your top numbers, your yeah. top most likely numbers. So even though I wasn't my top number, it I, for me, it did help. We should retake it this week. Okay. It did help guide me in like, even when I was listening to that book yeah. then, to be like, oh, this is a number that, that it thought maybe I might you know, identify with. But I like that book because like there's the path, the road back to you and the path between us. They're mm-hmm. kind of like a one-two punch. They say to read them in the opposite order that I'm telling you to read them in. Yeah. I like the path between us because it is all about how to re- how each number relates with other people in the world. And to me, that's just so much easier to like see in people where it's like, you know, like the, the first one's more like, this is how you think of things. And I'm like, I don't know what people are thinking. I only know what I'm thinking. Yeah. And so that one was much easier for me to like put into context of the relationships that I had and allowed me to narrow down to the number I was much more quickly and easily and Mm -hmm. with confidence. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, question number five, can you please explain the rhythm that you guys created to get back on social media? I took a month off and I'm also having trouble figuring out how much time I want to spend on it as I don't want to feel, I don't want to be feeling what I previously felt. 
Um, so we're kind of figuring this out as we go. Cause like I would say last January when we took off in 2020, we had a collection that we were going to release in February. So we like just jumped back in and it was like business as usual. Yeah. Um, and so this year it's definitely different because our next collection is in April. So there's nothing super pressing about getting back into it the way that we used to use it. But mm-hmm. I also don't think we're going to end up that way either. Right. Um, so we've set a couple of ground rules. The first rule is we don't check it until 10 a.m. Um, it at, at the earliest we can check it as 10 a.m. Like yeah. yesterday I checked it. The first time I checked it was like 2 or 3 yeah. p.m. Brooke checked it earlier, but I'm, you know, more self-control. Uh, <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, so that's one big rule Uh, again like we've gotten in the habit of when we watch tv in the basement our phones stay upstairs uh, which drives us crazy when we're like what is that actor from where do i know him from um but we're willing to sacrifice for that yeah um so that's kind of the rhythm right now and then we created a schedule we created a two week rhythm for what we're going to post on instagram and what we're going to share and so each day kind of has a name and a, a purpose. And so mm-hmm. we're going to test that out for a few months to see if it works, see if people enjoy it. It's sort of like we're bringing the segments of the podcast to Instagram to right. just like see if that works and see if that's something that's easiest for easier for us to maintain. Um, and then we also like through the month of January really kind of had conversations about what what is our purpose on Instagram? Mm. You know, what what's the goal there? What are we trying to do there? Um, you know, because that helps. Well, know. that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Then watch you say it's very hard to find a rhythm if you don't know why you're on it in the first yeah. place. What is it actually there for? And for us, it's primarily business. Yeah. So that actually makes it easier, I think. Yeah. To go, oh, that's why we're here. Yeah. Like it's part of our job and it's part of what we do yeah. in our shop and this and that. So then it becomes easier to establish a rhythm around those tasks. Yep. Where if you're just, if we didn't do it that and we were just on Instagram personally for yeah. enjoyment. Yeah, see, I find my entertainment elsewhere. Right. So, and so, so I've established what that. would your rhythm be, do you think? I think what for me, for my personal Instagram, it's to remember. Like mm. that's kind of what I've narrowed it down to. I want right. to remember and I want to be engaged with my friends. Right. You know, but for, for Walk and Love, it's like I want to make sure that we're making a living, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to inspire and bring joy to a feed that has been filled with less joy recently. Um, You know, Instagram really took a cultural shift in 2020, I feel like, to let's share all the hot takes about all the things all the time. And if you don't agree, I'm going to cancel you. And so that's not a great place to feel like you're... It's Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so to be a place where... To be a a photo or a caption or a place where that's not felt... That is important to me because I feel like that's what the Lord's put on our hearts. And yeah. so that's kind of where we're, we are. But we, but from a, from a systems standpoint, we have a two-week rhythm that repeats every two weeks that we're going to try out and see mm. how it goes. Yeah, it's good. Um, question number six, what's something God been teaching you so far this year? Um, for me, I'll go first, yeah. is I feel like the word that's been on my heart and my mind is recalibrate. Like just, you know, spending a month away from news and social media. I've actually been off of the news since November. Something happened in November. I just started, just disengaged. I can't remember. Um, (laughs) So I've been off since November and uh, I have just been feeling like the Lord is recalibrating me 
for my citizenship in heaven mm-hmm. rather than on earth, rather than, you know, not that I don't care what happens here, but right. I've just been in this season, I think of recalibration, my heart and soul of like what he, what he's saying matters in my life rather than what I'm like, this matters and this matters and this matters. And so that's kind of where I am. Yeah. Uh, that's what I feel like the Lord has been teaching me. And I really, this January, even compared to last January has just been so much more, I don't know, rich. Mm. Um, and that word just kind of keeps resurfacing, recalibrate. So, yeah, I like that. Um, for me, I would say so far, I feel like I've been learning, like, it's easy to say, oh, like, oh yeah, I believe I have faith. Like mm-hmm. we use those words yeah. and then I'm like, okay, like, what does that mean though? Yeah. Well, it means you believe. Okay. But like, wh- <laughs> how, what, like, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to like back it I up. like the facial expressions. Yeah, Yikes. Spikes. <laughs> um, and so this is from the same book, actually, it was the very first chapter. Um, to believe is not mental assent to certain prayer requests. To believe is to remain faithful to God in spite of the circumstances. Mm. And I just loved that. Cause I was yeah. like, well, I do that. Yeah. I do that confidently. Yeah. And so not that I like struggle with unbelief necessarily, right. but just, I don't know, that really jumped out when I read that. And yeah. I was like, I needed to hear that and, and yeah. process it that way. So yeah. And like good. part of the recalibration for me, when I was reading that the first book of January called hearing God, you know, he has this big chapter about like, you see the storms coming, but you're still just going to get in the boat. Like you're right. just going to be faithful and remain faithful. And I feel like that recalibration was also part of that. Like just remain faithful, mm-hmm. like recalibrate to be in a posture. Thanks for that word earlier today, Brooke, mm-hmm. uh, to remain faithful. So that's good. That's real good. It's real good. good. Um, okay. Question number seven, do you have the designs for the collections happening this year already planned out? Absolutely not. Not even one no. bit. But some stuff will come back. Yeah. So, so in that sense. So in that sense, we do. We're actually, no, and I think of. two weeks, we're going to ask you to vote on some designs to bring back for the first release in April. Right. Um, and then I, every release this year, we'll have a few reprints and new stuff because we're only doing four. So we want to make sure that we have an abundance of things for you to choose from, yeah. from each. Um, but as far as like what designs that, you know. That'll happen all in one really small period of time where I'm like, I am focused. I'm going to do this. Um, so uh, question number eight, what is your favorite thing about your girls? Mm. I mean, the fact that they make me a dad, like yeah. that, you know, top yeah. notch. Just their their spirits, like yeah. just who they are yes. as these little beings yeah. in my house. I know. It's just crazy. You know, from more specifically, like my favorite thing about June is like she is imaginative and tenderhearted. Yeah. And so that's really sweet to see. Um, my favorite thing about June, our Sunny is how athletic she is. Yeah. Her passion burns hot and I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't always love it, but I actually do always love it because right. I, you know, right. I relate to that a little bit. A little bit. Uh, strongly what, agree. <laughs> strongly agree. Strongly agree. Sunny only has strongly agree or strongly disagree. There's nothing in the middle. Although most kids are like that. Yeah. Up to a certain age. Like 35. <laughs> um, uh, question number nine, also about the girls. Did you sleep train June and Sunny? Would love to hear more about you caring for them as babies as I've got a new one myself. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Question number nine. I didn't write their names. That's okay. Um, yes, we, yeah, we, did. we read the book Baby Wise. Yep. Loved it. Super, super helpful. Um, for whatever reason, some people have very strong feelings against that book. I don't know. We loved it. 
I don't know if it's the book specifically. But it's like I think sleep it's training. The, yeah, the vibe. And I'm uh-huh. like, I would. My two cents is that I would rather train them to sleep when they are little and they don't know any difference. Yes, amen. And I can Hollywood. like preach. <laughs> you know, and yeah, baby wise, like you spend other than being a, like awake, it's the other thing you do the most in your life. Yeah, and I just feel like getting them to be able to do it sooner than later and like on their own. And it just makes you feel like a functioning human being. Yeah. June was definitely took to it way easier. Yeah. I can't remember all the dates. I don't know when she slept through the night, but it was early Yeah, and it was amazing. And I remember that first night being like, the heavens have opened up. God has not abandoned us. Yeah. (laughs) On a cloud and wings like angels. Sunny uh, took a little longer, but still we, we just stuck to it. It's what it's feed. Feed, wake, wake, sleep. sleep. Feed, wake, sleep. Right. And they're like, so when they're little, sometimes that wake time is like... Eight minutes. Eight minutes. And then they're like, I'm exhausted. I'm just a baby. Um, Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Next question, number 10. What is your business model like? How do you manage your finances? Our business model is to do limited releases of t-shirts and fulfill them after they are ordered. We used to not always be that, but that's what it is now. And then is to... You know, I would say our other mo- model is to add value to people's lives and then ask them to support us, <laughs> you know, yeah. as a, as one, because we, I think we release great products, but two, you know, as a way to say thank you for the value we've added, yeah. which is why we don't do ads on the podcast. Right. Although we're testing them on You're YouTube. putting that oh, in front sorry. of this camera. That's okay. Um, and then we manage our finances. Uh, we try to spend less than we make. <laughs> it's a novel idea. That is true. Uh, a lot of people don't learn it, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. Culture does not teach it, mm. but it is important. And if you struggle with finances, you got to go to Dave Ramsey, right? To start. He's like the... He's the guy. Like, I, the, I know a guy. punch you in the face, like yeah. boot camp. Yeah. He'll get, you, he'll get you set up and then you can find... Because you might need something You extreme. can drop some and, you know, we... Yeah. We've actually never t- taken the financial no. piece. We just have so many people in our lives that have taken it. Yeah. Um... We, we have a whole, don't we have a whole podcast on money or generosity or something like that? Yeah. Um, and so we talk about that in more detail. Oh, sorry. Um, but we try to, you know, just live below our means. So we've lived in the same house for... As long as we've been married. As long as we've been married, which who knows how long that is. Yeah. Brooke doesn't regret it. That's all we know. Um, <laughs> yeah, just live below your means. You don't need all the stuff you think you need. Yeah, less can be enough. Yep. Amen. Um. Question number 11, if you could have any singer's voice, who would you choose? I can't. I can't choose. You can't choose? No. Because there are so many different styles of voice and genres of music that I'm like, well. Mariah Carey. Really? But not her life, just her voice. (laughs) I would hope. (laughs) Not her life. Yes. I also would not pick her voice. It would be funny, though, if if you saw me walking down the street and I just started singing like Mariah Carey. So there is a that comedy value for, sure. for that. And so that's where I am a little bit in yeah. the comedy of it. Um, but I would probably pick like an Andrew Bell or a Matt Carney. Yeah. Or Judah Lee or, I don't know, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Biebs. He's got some the pipes. Biebs. <laughs> the Biebs. The Biebs can sing. Yeah. Got good set yeah, He does. Um, you got to at least say one. Okay. Come on, Brooke. Um Jeez, like I suddenly can't think of anybody who sings. Barbie girl. The girl that sings Barbie oh, girl. No, <laughs> never in a million years. Vanessa right? Carlton. She's a great voice. She's got a great voice. She's got a good set of pipes. She does. 
I like it. Man, I, I literally can't think of anything. Okay, cool. Sorry. Great time. Yeah, I know. I'm the worst sometimes. You're the best all the time. Okay, question number 12. As a follower of Christ, how do you focus on staying content with where God currently has you instead of longing for the next big thing or season? I mean, that's a hard, that's hard for everybody. I, I don't I, know. I wouldn't say that. I, I don't know. See, tell Go me if it. I'm wrong. But like, I feel like longing for the next thing doesn't always mean I'm not content. Amen. Like, I, you are not wrong. Like both and. Right. Like I can be very content. Now, is it is that all I think about? Is it all I talk right. about? Is it causing me to feel other things than just longing? Yeah. Maybe that could be an issue. Right. You know, and maybe that means you're not really content. But like. Don't, longing isn't a sin. I, I don't think so. I don't like, think so either. Well, I guess it depends what you're longing for. True. Yeah. But like. I can long for summertime and yet still be (laughs) fully engaged and present and content with like life right now. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess it depends on the extremeness of those feelings, but yeah. Like I can long for the girls to be, uh, older. Yeah. For some things, but then also be content with them being little right now. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I remember that. I remember we were like, oh, we'll just wait. Let's just wait till they can walk. You know, but or like, especially when they're little yeah. and you just want yeah. that next You're milestone. Like, I can't because wait for them you know to smile. Easier. You know, yeah. But it, yeah. And I also think, like, more practically, like, if you under, like, if you're thankful, if you have an attitude of thankfulness to whatever season attitude you're at, attitude of gratitude. You gotta, gotta have an attitude of gratitude. Maybe. Wow, 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 wow. Um, <laughs> it will definitely help you be more content. Yeah. Um, you know, because I think maybe, maybe longing, maybe is the wrong word. Maybe like, uh, you know, I don't know what else, what other word we would use, but yeah. if it, if it has more of a negative connotation, I don't know. I don't think longing has a negative connotation to me. Right. Um, but if it had more of a negative connotation, like you're jealous or you're, you're envious of where you could be, yeah. uh, you know, cataloging and coming to where you are and understanding the blessings in those moments would, I think, allow you to be more content where you are. Yeah. Um, you know, like Brooke used to say when she was, uh, when Sunny was little, um, you know, and you were feeding her a million times a day or whatever. Right. And, you know, we weren't getting much sleep and we had another kid and you would make these little lists of like mm-hmm. things I'm grateful for. And it wasn't like on a special notepad. It was just like on any piece of paper you could find sometimes on your phone. And, and you know, that was like, you were longing for being able to sleep through the night. You were longing for, you know, a kid not crying as much. Like you were longing for these things. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I cut dairy at the time. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. Longing Amen. would be an accurate word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, uh, you know, those lists helped you kind of be content with what you had and what, where you were N- not saying you wanted to stay there forever, right. you know? And I think that, I think God puts longings in our heart so that we don't just stay where we are forever, that we do move and, and, yeah. and grow and mature uh, with, and walk with him as we do that. So, yeah. I like it. Um, question, not funny, not a question, but this was funny. This was a comment. <laughs> Pretty sure the new product has to be a rock tumbler powered by rollerblades. It only makes logical sense. It is not So are the, the rocks in your blades? That, that's so the nice, wheels on the blades are huge. Huge. You have to put water in them. Right. And, the, and then you rollerblade around and it tumbles your rocks. That's not a bad idea. Did we just invent something? We got a winner. I like it. I like it. Uh, question number 13, and then we only have one more. We have two, two minutes. We can't do it. We can't do it. Okay. We can't make it. 
We have one minute. Wow. That just ended real quick. I know. Okay. So thanks for asking those questions. It we'll means a lot to us. To yeah, we'll time. do it another time. Um, we remember, remember, we're giving away a $300 gift card. Just share about the podcast on your Instagram story in some way. And we'll announce the winner on next week's episode. Make sure that you tag us so that we know. Brooke, any final things to add? Well, my watch is telling me that I'm almost there. You can do it. Stand up, Brooke. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it knows. It's like your heart rate's 30. Get up. <laughs> anything that no i don't think so all right well thank you for listening thank you for making us part of your week okay Okay, i love love you bye. bye